Hey, AfterBuzz TV fans, this is Shark Tank, Episode 8, Season... No, that's not right. It is Episode 6 of Season 8. <laughs> I was just going to keep it going. <laughs> Hey, AfterBuzz TV, this is the Shark Tank After Show. We will be discussing Season 8, Episode 6. Now, for all of you who are listening to us via iTunes, we have some fun tonight that we will be describing since it is Halloween. We will also be talking Lulu Bang. We will be talking Unpack, Sunscreener. We will be talking Potato Parcel and an update on Grace and Lace. Don't go away. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now... Let the buzz begin! <laughs> Did the monster mash? Did the monster mash? Did you do the whole opening? Did you forget to say you were a carrot? I didn't forget. I was waiting. <laughs> hey, AfterBuzz TV Shark Tank fans. For those of you who are watching, yes, we are in costume. Happy Halloween. For those of you who are just listening, we will describe the fun. I'm Zoe Hewitt. <laughs> And on the other end of the table is Constance, and we are both dressed like carrots tonight. And we have Chris Howard live sitting in the middle of us, who is possibly a pimp, possibly an 80s movie character. Possibly Brent from Rock of Love. Who's very hot. Literally. Literally. So, a little bit of everything. So let's get this Halloween-y party started. Again, Halloween-y party? Yes. I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That Zoe Said What. And the pimp sitting to my left. <laughs> it's Chris Howard. Reach me at Chris Howard live on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I'm glad to be here on the panel with you. Zoe Said Who. <laughs> Zoe Did What. And I can't believe I'm dressed up. And uh, I was in a very chic outfit. And <laughs> Zoe came running in with some costumes. So I thought I'd be fun for once in my life. Constance down here. Join me on Instagram. Constance on Twitter. So we are clearly set to have a lot of fun tonight. And of course, as always, we have Fantasy Stats Guru in the chat with us. So thank you. Yay. We are Yay, so glad to have stats. you joining us. Can I say something? Absolutely. You know, isn't, no. isn't the name Constance Dunn like, isn't it like weird? Constantly <laughs> means to continue. Dunn means to be done. Oh, Constance Dunn <gasps> is so unusual. You've heard this before, haven't you? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but you know what? The first time I heard it, which well, like I wasn't until an adult, I didn't figure it out on my own. Right. But it was really kind of fascinating. So thank you. And okay, I, sure. And Zoe's loving that we're going to go off track in the first 30 seconds. She's like, damn it, we have only this amount of time. <laughs> no, I was actually thinking, that's amazing. How did I never notice that before? See? I didn't either. And I lived with myself for many years because before. Because you were underground carrots. <laughs> Literally underground. Yeah. These carrots grow in the ground. Yes, they do, Zoe said. Why? <laughs> and Fantasy Stat says that Chris should have been the carrot farmer since you dig enough holes. Oh, I feel like that oh, deserves oh. a ba dum bum ching Also, if you are a regular watcher, you'll notice that we are one short tonight. Cameron Lewis could not be here. That's okay. Hopefully he'll be back next week. We miss him. Um, so, let's get into Lulu Bang because I bet they had as much fun. It seemed like they were having some fun 
as we are. So, uh, Jariah and Kelly were on the show. They were asking for 150000 in exchange for 10%. And basically, Lulu Bing is a series of marinades and so sauces. And they're already in 170 Walmarts. Did that wow. surprise you? No, totally. Yes. Yeah. It was the Walmart Pitch Summit, that summit that they have, which Walmart's a sponsor of the show, too, so that all works out. But the Pitch Summit, they got into uh, Walmart, which is extraordinary. So, the Pitch yeah. Summit, now, I didn't know about the Pitch Summit. They do a Pitch Summit annually, Lord, I take it? I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a because Walmart's a real tough cookie. Obviously, everybody uh -huh. and their brother wants to be in Walmart, and uh, they uh, got into the summit and they pitched and they came and they saw and they conquered. So, congratulations, wow. ladies! That's Absolutely. pretty amazing because you never hear about uh, entry level products and stuff that do that well mm -hmm. right out the gate. So, yeah. 175 locations that's impressive. Yeah. And what about their pitch? Because I thought <laughs> they seemed great, but I had mixed feelings if the sharks were getting into the being. Double entendre. Yeah, it was, was a weird. risk, and I wanted to get your take, your take, and your yeah. take particularly. It was, it was a, it was racy and and unnecessary. I thought because they had everything going on personality wise. That's my venture. I asked your opinion, and I just give me my, give you mine. <laughs> well, I, I asked for yours. <laughs> what did you think about it? I'm curious. I think mixed feelings. Yeah. I thought maybe that it went on a little too long. I right. think maybe if it had stopped sooner, yes. that it would have fit a little better. But when it kept going, I got the impression, and of course it's all edited, I got the right. impression that the sharks also felt like, okay, where's the end of the joke? Yeah, nobody right. knew where it was going. Joke? Yeah, and then sometimes yeah. it was like, that's funny, but that's too much, right? Yeah. Yes. And for the audience, if you haven't seen this yet, um, Lulu Bang was the name of these uh, sauces that they were making, these barbecue-type mm -hmm. sauces, different types of things. And they were kept making the inference, and they were uh, inter-relating bang. I, I bang every... For the how, sexual... What the hell she, basically, it, it was a sexual entendre. big a double sexual entendre thing. throughout this pitch mm. that they made, which I thought was... It was racy, it was wild, it was mm -hmm. risky. I think it would have worked, but there was, a, there was the issue with the overall brand that it wasn't really hitting a target market. So it wasn't hitting an end user in a way that they would actually buy it. So while I liked the edginess to it, I didn't get the brand uh, the brand integration with an ultimate consumer. I just didn't get it. Right, right. It's racy, and there sh it should always circle back, as they always say, close the circle. There's got to be some sort of connection. Right, it has yeah. to right. connect in some way. It didn't, didn't, it didn't add much. I mean, it got your attention, but they on their, on their own would get your attention. Unless it could be that the hot sauce is hot, so the yeah. hot thing. That, that but was that was, the, that was what they were looking it, to right. do it. Yeah, but it's ultimately, if you're not there to make that pitch, you yeah. know, what do you do? Put a television in that shows you doing that pitch for people to get what your right. sauces are and stuff? So it's like, you can't really do, I, I don't see that happening. It's tricky. Absolutely yeah. tricky yeah. for sure. So in the end, Kevin went out. He said that um, he thought the market was way too competitive and that right. it would be a lot of work. Uh, Damon, I thought it was interesting, had worked with the barbecue sauce, barbecue sauce and said that it was just so hard to sell that yes. without tasting it, which I definitely get. So for the right. online sales, yeah, I think this was very instructive in terms of, because right. they talked about the the weight of the jars yes. and shipping and how tough that was. I mean, you could always mm -hmm. pass that to the end user, but if that if the shipping costs are too high, they're not going to get it. And if you can't taste it online, how do you sell it? So Right, right. Really he neat. loved the sauce. Remember, it was, right. it's sauce yes. that's so good that it would bring a tear to a glass eye. That's yes. what he said. Well, yes. That's that, pretty I mean, good. That was a great... <laughs> expression but the only question i had with that was when you go to the store you also can't taste the sauce so sometimes I well i agree with him i just wonder what's the difference um if there's not someone there giving out free samples otherwise you look at the shelf and you see 50 oh, sauces what's the difference the commitment 
it's easier to pick up a jar off the shelf than oh, go and true. order and, and credit card stuff, okay. wait in the go. mail. And if you're Dang. looking for sauce, mm -hmm. you're looking for sauce, you're more likely to look for it at the store than there. But what he said was interesting, too, about the ribs, how they were able to use an entry of, if we put a little bit of the sauce in ribs with yes. his other company, right. that people would taste it, then yeah. they could sell them sauce. I can't imagine that that entry would be enough to sell them tons of sauce where you'd be making 10, 15 million from the company. And I think ultimately that's what killed them was yeah. that nobody saw the scalability. And the sauce business itself was so hard. And one of the quotes is also, this is a business born in hell. <laughs> who said, who said that? that? I think it was. I don't know who said that, yeah, either, but, but I love it. Yeah, and there was a packaging issue. And again, this is a very instructive uh presentation here so i know it's like i'm trying to be all serious with my carrot listen to me um the idea that the packaging was inconsistent with the brand personality remember that yeah. it almost looked they said of um like an asian product they weren't yeah. sure but these are gals are from philly there's a lot of story there remember the name is after their brother who was a soldier mm -hmm. um and unfortunately he was murdered by a carjacker right. there was a lot of history there the women were awesome and again they had a great product yeah to try to sell somebody, yeah, to try to sell somebody that and that just by, if you're walking down through the supermarket store, you're not going to get the story of the brother. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get, and you see a name, you know, like if you want, and you're buying Campbell's soup, it says Campbell's mushroom soup on the right. can. You know exactly what's inside of it. Lulu Bang yeah. doesn't tell you anything. No. Uh, so I just think it was kind of all over the place. You know, it's funny just wearing a costume in general, and I'm sure if you're listening, you've <laughs> experienced this. You cannot not have a big smile on your face if you're wearing a big carrot um, <laughs> outfit. It's, it's kind of like if you ever need to this is funny but if you ever need to walk around and feel better i used to wear, wear like a a, i'd put a flower in my hair because you can't have a frown and wear a flower in your hair it looks so <laughs> weird so <laughs> and so for anyone who's listening if you're listening to us on itunes if you have us on on youtube but you're not watching we are basically dressed in giant polyester foam type carrot outfits and on top we have felt um Carrot tops. I is don't know how green. Yeah. Carrot, carrot tops. They have a carrot top in Vegas. He does quite well. They do. Our yeah. carrot top is green, though, like a traditional <laughs> carrot yeah, top. Yes, so. it's traditional. And but shout he's a prop out. comic just like <laughs> you. Ah! And shout out to Zoe for supplying my costume tonight because I was boring and dressed as an adult, and she brought some fun and flavor. What can I say? I come prepared. And Constance so. has constantly resisted the fun, but now she's done. I was just going to say, God. Okay, so... I actually thought when Damon started talking about including the barbecue sauce mm. with ribs, I thought there was a chance for them. There wasn't. Robert went out. He thought there was a problem with branding. He was the men one who mentioned specifically the Asian look. Lori went out. Mark went out, too. He said that he thought it was a good business but not investable. What struck me with this in particular is the sharks were especially gentle with them, more so than I felt like we've seen typically, and it made me wonder what parts were edited out that I felt like there was a Well, then they had that kind of fight afterwards. In there. Right. So I felt like they were especially attuned to these women, I guess, mm -hmm. more than we've seen. And so, um, right, and then they mm -hmm. had that huge fight afterwards where I actually expected someone to go after them and offer them a deal. It was kind of interesting. Feel that way too? Well, what I, it was interesting oh. was you got to hear the positions, and it was your yeah. position with Kevin that mm -hmm. he's just telling people the truth and he's yeah. being a tough mentor. Yeah. And so he really got to take that stand. And it was kind of neat to see him take that stand because it says more about him and tells you that he's not just a dick. 
You know, he's a guy that is trying to tell them the truth, and that's the way he perceives it to be. But it's funny you say that because I actually made a note specifically. Kevin sounded like a dick. Yes, I, said, I mean, not like a dick, but I said I didn't like Kevin at all. I felt like really? he was particularly mean, and it wow. did not strike me as just being honest. It felt like overboard mean to me. Huh. Wow, that's see, that's so unusual for you. No, it's funny. Yeah. I had the complete opposite. The line is different for everybody, and I think that's 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 really cool. We have a difference here, which I like. Yes, you know? I like when we all disagree. Basically. Yeah, well, but I mean, it also tells you why they put somebody like you know like Kevin on the panel because they have to have somebody that appeals to everyone yes. mm -hmm. and there are uh, there, I've met more investors like Kevin than I've met like the others yes. have you oh yeah okay I feel yeah. like more to the point Tough, if you're hard in, ass yeah. to the point mm -hmm. yeah uh, the other thing, maybe before we move on and decide if we would be in or out, the other comment that was interesting was also in that end segment when they're talking afterwards, that they said we all give good, it was Lori, she said we all give good excuses. Now, what did you think of that, that word weird. excuses? Way to pick that up. Because they so liked said, them. They seem to have an affinity for certain um, presentations when there's kids involved, and in general, just in uh, you might disagree that sometimes when there's women involved, and particularly, all right, it's women or men, or when people don't seem too presumptuous. Mm -hmm. Do you remember, like, sometimes people come in and they're yeah. very presumptuous, and they almost seem to want to not knock them down for the sake of knocking them down, but just to kind of, like, put remind them, them look, th we're the A-team here, mm -hmm. and don't, like, try to put anything over on us. And we saw that tonight, actually, yes. in the episode. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that, yeah. which is interesting. Oh, so. yeah. But these gals just seemed very unpresumptuous yes and very I think that can be used for pitches in general and I think that whether you're giving a business presentation any kind of presentation when you come in and you're confident but you're not cocky because if you mm -hmm. seem cocky the people on the other side who have the, the ability to say yes or no to you will want to maybe go boing doing doing right Humble. I think so too and I thought it was just an interesting word excuses that it wasn't we all gave them explanations right, right. yeah it was kind excuse. of weird it was almost like and that's what Kevin jumped on because he's like mm -hmm. yeah why would you need to give an excuse right. why don't you just tell them the truth yes. see I actually respected Kevin more in this episode than in other places because I've kind of known what he's doing but to hear him unpack it I thought that right. was valuable right and I Fantasy Stat says also it was Kevin who said uh, the, expre the comment about being oh, born in hell oh thanks Fantasy so. Stat yeah. you're so <laughs> great you. uh, so Okay, let's say. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I'll let you lead. No, no, no. I'm waiting until it's my turn. Lead away. Chris Howard Live is out. Out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Constance Dunn, are you done? Um, I'm in. Okay. Whoa. Because I could see yeah. a different strategy to building this company. Uh -huh. And it's store by store, mm -hmm. it's small, 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 and it's Philadelphia, so it's starting in the city and going out. You know, Mark is out because he's, he always wants things to be super scaled and very mm -hmm. scaled and national and international. But this is a great little business that you yeah. could do on a small scale, and they have the heart for it. So I would be in. Nice. Yeah. I think I'm a little bit on the fence, but I think I'm going in also. I think that they all thought it was great sauce. So if it's good sauce, you know, assuming then I'm ready with my millions to put in the effort and I have teams. I mean, these sharks all have teams of people right. who are going to help these entrepreneurs. I'm assuming there's a team. I would want more than 10%, absolutely. But I'm in. Yeah, in-store so. sampling. See, I didn't yeah. like. I also so. like, didn't like the margins because it was it, it cost them uh, almost two bucks to make, and it sold for like uh, just under four. Yeah, three ninety nine retail. It cost them. $1. Yeah, yeah. So, but I feel like they can work around it. So, because right. okay. by the yeah, by the time you get what you get from the store, <laughs> and then you put okay, let's go. Do you think say, it would fly in Japan? No, I was just going to say, hey, Lulu Bang, we're happy to taste the sauce. Yes, we'll taste your sauce, Lulu Bang. Say, uh, reach out to uh, Chloe reach said out. what? Or Zoe, Zoe said what? They won't what? know where to reach at that point. Zoe said Unpack. what? Also, 
note before we keep on moving on to uh, unpack. I say keep on moving on because we've tried unpack now twice. Yes. But remember, we've mentioned iTunes a couple times tonight. You can please feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a great rating. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. If you leave us comments, we will respond. So now at long last, unpack 500000 for 40% of the company. Uh, basically, what this is is a company where you rent clothing. You go on vacation. Instead of packing, your new set of wardrobe meets you at your destination. The idea is that you don't have to pay for your luggage to join you there, and you just send the clothing back at the end. But it costs 20 bucks a day. Yeah, see, here's the situation. You know, they all were laughing at the potato parcel people, but this is the hoot for the night for me. Unpack had me just quizzing and questioning and laughing. Would you wear somebody's clothes that got sent to you in a hotel? And I feel like that was so um, over the top. It's like, well, I wouldn't wear used clothing. Like, that's really just the equivalent of, like, would you go rent a tuxedo? That's not... See, I'll I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I thought it was a great idea. I didn't think they had a business, but I thought it was a great idea. And would I do it? A hundred percent, I'd do that. A guy, I could totally see doing it more. But there's something there. That's the thing. There's something very compelling about their Mm -hmm. idea, and they might be incredibly successful dudes Mm -hmm. not far from now. But it is funny, particularly from a female perspective, which I think Lori articulated really well. She's like, I'm sorry. Also, style is one of our most potent forms of nonverbal communication, particularly for women. you're just going to send me a bag of clothes? Like, is this yeah. a bag of clothes based on, like, Gwen Stefani's style or, like, no, you uh, get based to pick on... The style, though. In theory, I agree. Like, everything of mine is pretty much all altered. I'm, right. I'm short, so on my pants, my yeah, skirts, if it fits everything, a little off, I want it to it really be is screwed, right? Yeah, like, I like yeah. my clothing fitted properly, so it all goes to a seamstress pretty much. So I would Ooh, not nice. go and just mm-hmm. get any old clothing sent to me. And, See, if like I was... you said, you still have to pack other stuff. But wouldn't it be funny if you got something crazy? No. <laughs> it wouldn't be uh, funny. Uh, was, or if you got really... the wrong suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> like you got a guy. You got Liberace's. Yeah. <laughs> <I> just... Actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And for anyone who's listening, that's because Chris is wearing like this full-on fake fur jacket. <laughs> pimped out jacket. So I, it doesn't sound fun to me to get other clothing. I agree with you, though, Constance. I liked these guys, and they did not. They were hard on them, but they I liked them. I thought they were funny. They I were liked cute. their pitch. It See, I liked what Mar- actually Mar- uh, Mark Cuban's advice mm-hmm. to him. Don't call it unpack. Call it yes. fun pack. Fun pack. Yes. And you get these styles, and they're going to be sent to Vegas. Yes. And I think that's oh. awesome. That yes, was that the idea. That was brilliant. Yeah. I hope that these guys are running with it, because that was a brilliant oh, And that's they were kind of like, yeah, that's exactly what we wanted. That's what we want this company to be. But yeah. they're asking 500 grand for 40% yeah. of nothing. The They've got nothing. Was, yeah. They haven't built anything. They had, uh, yeah. you know, so. But in their defense, they were giving 40%. They didn't come in saying, yeah. here's like 3%. But they're giving a million dollar valuation of nothing. They, right. ha- you know, they just don't even have a company. They just have an idea. That They've got 40 theme. people yes. to try it on. Yes. But um, I would I would pay that money. Like I thought, after I heard the pitch, I thought, shit, I wonder if they got stuff like that because I'm going to go online and look for that because I, I, and granted, I've traveled a lot in my life, probably more than most people will ever travel in their life. But show off. I hate. No, it's not showing off. It sucks <laughs> after a while, you know. But um, would you no, pay no, this? I, I bet you've would you traveled to the much. North Pole. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah exactly. You, the question though, would you pay this much? Yes. Because twenty dollars a day, yeah. you could pack your own luggage. Yeah, but nice. I hate to pack. That's the thing. I've traveled so much that I absolutely hate packing. I won't do it. I used to have my mm. assistant pack for me. I hate packing. I hate unpacking. I uh, I hate all that, but would I go online and see a cool look? And if they had it, if they could really do my my uh, <laughs> size 
and have it there, I would do that in a heartbeat. And then they should have a little toiletries bag that they send there too. Yes. That I go to the airport, I just get the ticket, I yes. check in. It's not the price, I mean, and it's nice mm -hmm. that the price does kind of cover uh, what you'd be paying for, but the real value is being able to travel hands-free you get some place yeah. with cool looks. I would do that in a heartbeat. Especially toiletries. And I, little toiletries. A, a, since yeah. it's a pain now. And especially yes. if they had high-end toiletries for women, like the really great shampoos. So, um, See, so women are much more choosy See, than men. So that's a brilliant idea yeah. that you have right there. The toiletries? The toiletries. Have them shipped to you. Yeah. Skin care and Shit, everything. let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God, because toiletries are a bear and a half. Yes. But if we steal half of their idea and then we add the toiletries. <laughs> They had a great idea. They had some yeah. seeds of, of great ideas. Yeah. And they identified a problem that a lot of people have and no one has been able to solve. So they did. Yeah. Because I, th I just think they that. didn't quite solve it. So the sharks agreed. Every single person was out. Although we do agree we like Mark's fun Vegas idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, so fun pack. So. Chris yeah. Howard live, are you in or out? You know what? I, there's uh, you, For the price? No, there's no way you could do that. Okay, so I think no. it'd be dumb. You're not going to work on lowering the I, I might. I, no, I might go do my own, but... <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron and Andrew need to uh, watch their backs. Yeah. <laughs> watch your backs. Constance, done, in or out? I hope Aaron and Andrew keep pitching, but I'd be yeah. out. Okay. I think, oh, I hate to be in agreement because I know when we all agree, it's just not as much fun. I agree. I agree to agree that I think I I'm out. To agree <laughs> I agree I'm to out. agree that I'm out. You just I want to be one of us. <laughs> I liked these guys. I think the concept is a good idea, but there's no way I would use it. So I'm out. But the pitch with the poncho and the really bad skit I loved acting it. was really kind of funny. It was like um, Dollar Shave Club. I don't know if you've ever seen that famous video that went viral. That's like uh, tongue in cheek, and they did a very similar. I thought it was pretty good, and then they just lost it at the end. Something mm. happened where it went off. And I then he's like, have... okay, Abbott and Costello. Right, they uh, called get him the Abbott pitch. and Costello, which was clearly. Well, but that's a because giant, if you if you jerk around too much and not get to the point, then it's like they pushed it a little bit too far. Yeah. You know, which one would have right. thought that the jerk saucer, the sauce earlier. Lulu Bang. Oh, Lulu yeah, Bang right. Been, but they didn't get there. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. Um, so, yeah, no deal for them. No Unfortunately, deal for them. hopefully, oh. they're still working on something else. And then yeah. that takes us to Dave, who was asking, I think, one of the highest amounts we've ever seen in the tank. He was asking for 800000 for only 10% for sunscreener. Now basically what sunscreener is, is a little, essentially a magnifying glass, although it doesn't magnify, it looks at everything, but it shows you where the sunscreen is based on where you are absorbing the UV rays. Or absorbing the sunscreen, right. which then absorbs the UV rays. Right. So, to prevent cancer is to, what the right. pitch was, right? And the main point also, since I called it a magnifying glass, um, that I want to go back and clarify, that he also made a point of saying is it's not a magnifying glass. You're not looking just at one tiny spot at a time. It's basically more like a camera lens where you are looking at an entire body at once. And so basically on white people, it shows up black. And on mm -hmm. black people, we find that it shows up white. So there's always a contrast. So you can yeah. completely tell where. Because it's bigoted. So you can completely just, tell just where the sunscreen is. So are you guys into sunscreener? They um, spent five weeks on Kickstarter and raised 93000 although their target was only 45000 Is that a good start? I, I thought it was stupid. Um, I, you know, with all, you know, with much love to the creator. No, I just thought it was horrible. Like, because who's going to take this little thing and, and scan their kids to make sure that the kid doesn't get cancer when they're 60? You know, I just think it was <laughs> utterly ridiculous. Um, I thought the technology was neat. If they could have put it like, it, like I'm try I was trying to think the whole time, could they put it in a pair of sunglasses? Ooh, where if I looked yeah. through the sunglasses and looked at my kids, it would mm -hmm. be okay. Would I use it? And then I thought, no, I still probably wouldn't use it. But at least it would be more, 
you know, more there, more accessible than having this little teeny glass that you have to. Nobody's going to use that. Well, I think that's ridiculous. I, I thought it was ridiculous that Kevin gave an offer. Did Same the price here. turn you yeah. off, though? Because the price was $109, and it only cost 45 to make, but 109 If it were less expensive, do you think people if, would use it more? Would it I think they could have charged less? $10, and it would have done just yeah. as poorly. Constance, you look like you're in agreement. In the sense that I am, I was very, very surprised when Kevin came and busted out with a with a offer. I was like, "Is this a joke?" I'm like waiting because, and they also hammered him on his valuation. Yeah. Valuation yeah. night, eight million. That annoyed them. Yeah. It's when ridiculous. people do ridiculous valuations yes. on products, I love that he had a PhD in biochemistry and mm -hmm. biophysics. Yes. And and believe me, when I hear the word sunscreen, I'm like, <laughs> both antennas pop up because I'm a like a sunscreen hat love driving maniac like i hide from the sun like gullum you know i don't think that's a perfect analogy gullum. but you get the idea i'm like no precious <laughs> when the sun comes out the dunster ducks under a, a, a desk and does not come out till the sun sets again so he had me at sunscreen i'm like ready to whip out my wallet and throw everything i have make it rain all over all over dave <laughs> I'm sorry because I know this has nothing to do with what you just said, but I of course have the chat open and I can see the video of us. Right. And How while Chris Howard, you look totally fine We're all in person. Chris Howard, with your um, oh. headphones oh. down in front of your I'm head and your hat, you totally make me think like of a country music, like maybe Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Like don't watch babies grow up to be cowboys. So totally funny. Constance was talking and I was just watching you. Like, look, we've got Billy Ray here. I'm just getting so hot, I'm going to take off my carrot uniform. <laughs> so, I think I'm happy to say I disagree with both of you. Yeah! yeah. Disagree with Dave. You're going to put your 800 grand in for 10% of his sunscreen magnifying glass? Not for 800. <laughs> However, I thought it was an interesting idea. I was yeah. totally turned off by the price. I cannot see anyone spending $109 to keep track of this. I could see spending maybe $39.99 okay. on it. I can and you see would it. really look your kids over like this. I'm not sure that anyone really them. would. But see, the thing is, I'm not sure anyone really would. Mm. I think it's one of these scary concepts. Like we mm. talked about last season. I don't remember if you were on the panel with us or not. You're going to scare them into buying it once. And Basically. <laughs> like I, that's how I feel about it. Um, I can't remember. Cam would totally remember of the name of the product. But it was the thing that you put in your wallet to pretend, prevent identity theft. Right. People can walk by you so and I get all your credit card deal. information. And I think that some of these things work on fear mongering. Mm. I feel like this product works on fear mongering. I'm not sure anyone would use it more than once. But I can totally see people buying it as more of an impulse buy, let me keep my kids safe, mm. but not for $109. Right. I think it's easier to throw away $39.99, yeah. $29.99, right. and say, hey, I'm totally going to use it and then never touch it again. See, I don't typically think that if I were going to make a product, I'd want people to buy it just because they were afraid and never use it. You know, I think <laughs> you're going into business. You want to make a difference. You want people to use your shit. <laughs> you don't. But I appreciate where you're coming from, Carrot Top. But you don't always, and we will totally get to that when we get to yeah. potato parcel. Okay, that is yes, you got a point. You got a point. So, um, you know, without jumping quite ahead to them, unless, I mean, maybe we Chloe said sunscreen why? this to death. So we did what? <laughs> so basically, um, everyone wound up going out. Then we had Lori who said, uh, excuse me, they didn't all go out. We had Mark and Robert who went out because of the valuation. Kevin said he would do it, but for 33.3%, mm -hmm. which puts it at a 2.4 million evaluation. 
Uh, Damon was out, and then Lori said she would do it if it was reasonable. And what was interesting is he clearly wanted Lori because he said he didn't want what's Kevin. reasonable. Oh, oops, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> right, well, he, he said what's reasonable. Yeah, no. he might want to screw up his deal. <laughs> <laughs> he said what's reasonable. Um, you know, Lori, they, they went back and forth. She wanted to hear from him, so he offered then at 820%. And then Lori said basically, nah, not really. I'm not interested ah. after all. <laughs> but um, he did counter with Kevin for 825%. Kevin said, said no but in the end he did the deal and he said in his little afterward interview that he felt like just getting a shark was worth a lot it is yeah. and kevin's pretty dedicated and you know the applications of this might be not just uh, that's personal what I think. Yeah. you could almost have this in public venues where you could yes. take a look right. at yourself like at a beach club or near uh, the beach you could sell them to cities states towns that have become more conscious i know a city um down here in southern california manhattan beach i think they have either passed or they are thinking of passing um free sunscreen out yeah. in parks. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, and I don't, I'm sure that's not the only town in the right. country or the world, so he could have applications there. See, that would be interesting in a public stand. bathroom where they have a mirror and then they have the sunscreen mirror. But see, that. would you really go stand in the bathroom I would. and do that? More readily than I'd look at my kid through a little thing. Wow, we... Hooray, hooray, because we completely disagree. I do not see myself going and standing in a Just bathroom. Just make sure you're evenly covered? You wouldn't do that? It's you like have a, great skin, though. You really and you live in nice Southern skin. California, so For what's up? I don't know. I've always had good skin. Do you do you wear sunblock? I've started too lately because I feel like I should, but I never did. Did you wear hats? No, and I'm, sunglasses. Nothing. I've been trying to be more conscious of it lately. So right. basically, I can definitely see using that little thing because I can see throwing it in my beach bag and taking it. And with you me. take the time to do that. It takes two seconds. Am I the only one who thinks this is faster than walking all the way back up the beach to find the dirty bathroom that you don't want to touch oh, anything gross, in? Yeah. Uh, really? Where yeah. all the homeless uh, maybe, people pee? Maybe I'm just a guy. Maybe you are. <laughs> maybe you are just a <laughs> guy, Kelly not. Ray. <laughs> Kenny Rogers in <laughs> the house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so he did take he the deal. Constance done. We're going. No wind to fold. No wind to fold them. Okay, so Chris folded and walk away, walked away, and he ran. Fantasy Stats Guru, by the way, does make a good point. He says he thinks if it was cheaper, he said then his parents would have used it because his dad has skin cancer issues and always worried about them. Mm. So again, I think yes, that's a great point coming at it from a different perspective. I'm sure that yes. that would affect us all. From a more too. mature perspective. Thank you, Chris <laughs> slash Billy Ray. Constance Dunn, are you done? I would be out. Okay. You're I'm amazed that he got an offer. $800,000 is an extraordinary yes. amount of money for a 10%. I know yeah. he ended up getting 33 and a third. Still yeah. amazed. Not me. I think I, think I would have been in. I think it's a good deal. I am surprised that he gave away so much equity. And actually, the biggest thing that surprises me is that he thinks the shark was worth so much. I mean, yeah. and I'm a Kevin fan, but I just feel like he made so much money already. He has other people. He said the sunscreens want to license the product. Why does he need Kevin? Well, now, did he say the sunscreens oh. want to? No, he didn't say they want to license the product. He said they contacted him. And he's holding off oh. discussions. He was True. trying to sound okay. bigger than he was. You're right. Okay, good point. Yeah. I had for you're right. He could knock you're off right. one of those zeros and that. make it eighty thousand for ten percent instead of eight hundred thousand. And then if he did it for thirty three percent for eighty thousand, maybe. I have 
no idea what you just said. With I'm all just those saying. Numbers. <laughs> I'm Basically, saying, you're saying he could give away more equity for less money. I'm saying that I think that what Kevin offered to give for 33 and a half percent, if he knocked off one of those zeros and made it a tenth of it and made it eighty thousand, maybe it would be a good investment. I, oh. I think. I think oh, so Kevin you're just saying busy. Kevin spent too much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> then yeah, we so will definitely think some of us might way. think <laughs> that Kevin spent too much on the next deal, Potato Parcel. They were asking for fifty thousand dollars for ten percent, as Alex and Riyadh. And basically, this is just the equivalent of the pet rock. This is, they put a message on a potato and mail it. That is the extent of this product. And, that, and that's coming the from cost. a carrot. Yeah, I'm <laughs> jealous. So this damn potatoes getting all the love. They have sold over $12,000 worth of potato parcels already. It costs $9.99 if you just want a message written on it. It costs $12.99 if you want a postcard with it. And uh, $14.99 if you want a photo on it. So I love this. Am I, I the only one? What's, no, but, I loved it. But what's going to stop another company from coming out and shipping potatoes their potatoes? Nothing. What's going to stop someone from making a pet rock? Nothing. <laughs> I love weird things like this. This is so weird. No. <laughs> but would you use it how many times? Oh, never. <laughs> but if someone mailed it to me, I would be ecstatic. I would. You I would actually use this. You me a message on a carrot next week, Chris Howard. I will love you forever. I would. Yep. Yeah. But I would use it all the time. Would and you I, really? I, I, I buy nothing. I buy nothing. I send nothing. And I would use this. I would send you a pet. So suddenly potato. people will get gifts from you. Well, just because <laughs> it's so weird, it's and I'm weird, so it's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> I think this is the funniest, quirkiest, strangest product, and it's so true. You can send anything in the but mail. I, yeah, I saw something like this, like with coconuts. There was like they did the message on the coconut, yeah. and that was a coconut po postcard. I think that's okay. better than a potato. What are your basis against potatoes? Well, no, at least a coconut speaks something. It speaks travel. It speaks... Oh, uh, all chic and cool. Yeah. We're dorks. Uh, okay. We do not understand. <laughs> all a coconut talks is pina colada. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't talk travel. And what's a potato? French fries? Uh... Yes. What's the message of the Idaho. Idaho. Don't insult all of our listeners and viewers from Idaho, please. Uh, oh, that's awesome. I want to go to Idaho. Um, but coconuts. <laughs> coconuts are like flip-flops in Hawaii. No, that's too, like... It's cool. It's Mundane. too trying to be cool. I oh, know it's cool. Trying because to be I know cool? Are you kidding up. me? It's very organically cool. But this is quirky. What I'm trying to say is coconuts, cool, tropical. Right. Yeah. Us quirky, okay, all right. quirky. But see, the problem is, is <laughs> it's such a. This might be the hardest I've ever laughed on this show. I'm tearing it's up. It's such a novelty. How much money did Pet Rocks make anyway? I don't think Pet Rocks. <laughs> I mean, I know they make. We'll see, we'll see. But you could eat the potato. How? You're not gonna eat it. eat it after there's a message on it. Well, there's a luscious skin Dude. covering it. The a luscious skin? Did you say God's... a luscious skin? Yes. <laughs> no, excuse me. Number one, you cannot cook it with the skin on because now it has ink or whatever on it. Oh, and number two, you cannot peel it because do you really want to peel your face? Oh, what? oh, right. Because if there's a face on it, you're peeling, if not your oh. picture, the picture of someone you love. Creepy. I thought you were being a, a carrot again. <laughs> oh, uh, no, uh, but you peel potatoes. Same thing. Pet Rock. Uh, let's see. He walked away with $15 million from the Pet Rock. See? Wow. But that's it. once. It's a rock. It and doesn't the sales. continue. People don't keep buying it. That's We're $15 million. We're still talking dollars. about it. They might still be buying it if they didn't discontinue the pet rock. Yeah. Uh, 
And the, the, the potatoes. And you know it's listed yeah. under nine dumbest fads ever to make money. <laughs> make money it's like this snuggie you'd think Lori would have jumped on this that is wasn't hilarious. she, the, she, wasn't she one of the snuggie investors or her friends did it she's talked about it in the past maybe it was her friends <laughs> yeah the snuggie's great yeah she kind of goes for like very heavily retail stuff and this was just so quirky, quirky. I think yeah, it was you know, out of her. yeah fantasy stats said okay. he tried a raw potato once it was pretty good but I don't think you it's can true. eat it after it's been sent with a message and the right. raw potato comment like makes ink me poisoning it would be strange yeah. you don't need ink I had a friend in high school who was, um, is it Eagle Scout? That's the top yes, Boy Scout thing. Eagle Scout. So wow. he had that's to do something. High. Yes. That's very high. So you knew he, this person? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a friend so in high cool. school. Right. And like, how did he become an Eagle Scout? Did you get to go yeah, like this in the hallway? <laughs> let's get to the point of the story. The point of the story being he had to spend the night outside for one of these survival things. He couldn't light a fire for whatever reason, so he awesome. ate a raw potato. He said it was gross. That's really all I was doing. That was what the story was about? <laughs> It was so much Why'd better. Why did you bring like, the Eagle Scout in? Because he was. That was like I when know, he became. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. You guys, uh, I've remembered this story for a long time. <laughs> I ate a chunk of tofu once raw. <laughs> I ate, I, they tried to get me to eat a guinea pig, but I wouldn't do it. That's really gross. Alive? It's a fraternity yeah, in Peru. story. Alive? In Peru. No, no, not alive. <laughs> what they eat? That would be they sick. Live live, they That's live what they live? eat. They eat the guinea pigs. They're, they're pets, and then they also eat them for meat. They don't have meat. Which they do in lots of equivalents. I ate warthog. Okay. Warthog was really good. Okay, lots oh. of strange things that we have all eaten. So in 13 Zoe. months, the, the really interesting thing is yes. that in 13 months, they had sold $215,000 worth of in these potatoes months? in 13 months. 13 months. They reinvested the profits. And one of the things I loved about these guys is that the original founder of the company sold it because he thought, you know, whatever, it was a quirk, I'm done. But the contingency was also he gets a percentage if he goes on Shark Tank. So let's skip to the deal. We have mm. Kevin who offered. There was some back and forth. The deal did wind up going with Kevin. And correct me if I have this wrong since there was a lot of back and forth. But it was 50000 for 10%. But it was a $0.50 cent royalty for 60 mm. days, which then increases to $1 until 150000 is paid. Yes. And then he says, I'll hire you to work at a real company because I feel bad for your parents. <laughs> Um, oh, and excuse me, I, there was a counter with uh, Kevin that what he did change. I, I apologize. He said that he was going to give Kevin a dollar, not the 50 cents, because mm. he didn't feel right taking it from the original guy, which I thought was so upstanding of him. Smooth. I loved these guys. I liked them. I loved the potato product. Mm -hmm. I'm jumping ahead. I'm totally in. What about you guys? I'm in, too. But I'm in, too. Yeah. Royalty versus equity. That would have been a hard thing to calculate on the spot. Yes. Well, I'm sure you would. I, I, like I, When I hear those types of deals that Kevin lays out, it's I, I get it pretty quickly. Do you? I, but yeah, but the royalty deals, I don't think they're all that smart in most of the cases. They're smart really? for Kevin, yeah, but not for uh, for most of these entrepreneurs that are attempting to scratch out. you, you got to fight for every penny when you're launching yeah. your business and to have you know Ooh. 50 cents, a dollar getting skimmed off the top every time. It makes it tighter and really, you know, it's all yeah. tight enough to do business. Would um, you say that this one was not that bad because the royalty is phased out at 150000 Um, You know, I Just, honestly, I'll, I'll be really honest and say that I didn't listen to that deal structure mm. as much as I could have. I heard, <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah, I heard some of the other ones uh -huh. and that one, so I didn't uh, quite capture the deal structure, mm -hmm. but 
Um, uh, it's nice that it's phased out, but yes. typically with Kevin's deals, what he wants to do is he wants to pay back the money he yeah. puts in, with get it paid back, and then have free equity. Um, yeah, uh, so it's like, yeah. uh, it's. I mean, it's a great deal for Kevin, right. but oftentimes it can squeeze the entrepreneur too much, I think. And Kevin's offered deals like that that would literally put the entrepreneur out of business if they said yes. And that's a great point. I actually hadn't thought of before that what you're saying is he wants his money back, but still to have equity. Right. So very interesting point. So are you in or out then, Chris? I'm out. Okay, so we've got two ins, one out on the potato parcel. Now, just a quick rundown on the update. It was Grace and Lace, which uh, Barbara had actually just mentioned last week. Uh, they had basically made about a million dollars right before Shark Tank. In the three years since, they have now made 19 million. Amazing. Wow. They went from six employees to 47, mm -hmm. and one of the big things that interested them was doing a lot of nonprofit work. So since then, they've opened seven orphanages in India. They have plans for schools there as well as in Nepal. And they just recently also added an intern who's going to be working with the girls in the orphanages to help them work on like development and skills. So great company. Yeah, yes. I remember last week the uh, the person that we had on, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Uh, Melissa. Melissa, from, who um, wrote into us. Yes. So, and, and if you are wondering, you guys, so... Uh, yeah, Melissa, come and join us next week if you so, weren't on this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, Cam was working on talking to Melissa, and so... Uh, Cam we'll, got uh, ill. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we will follow up on that and see. Um, Melissa, if, if you're out there, have... we want you on next week. Yeah, mm -hmm. but they wanted to, so. originally the deal was we'll give, uh, I, uh, Barbara wanted to sell half of Melissa's, yes. uh, half of the shares that she got from Melissa uh, to Grace this company Lace. here. Yes. To yes, the that's... perfect, a.k.a. Grace and Lace. Perfect family, perfect company. They just were like picture perfect. Picture and I'm glad they're perfect. successful. Yes. Nice nice group. Yeah. And on that picture perfect note, remember you can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can give us that thumbs up button. Leave us a message on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Watch us. We'll be back here next Monday at the same exact time. And mm -hmm. where can everyone find you, Constance? Constance Dunn at Twitter. Constance Dunn at Instagram. Chris Howard, reach me at Chris Howard Live on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Also go to legendarylivingdaily.com right now and sign up for that. Every day you get tips, inspirational, mm. motivational tips, things about building your business, and legendarylivingtv.com for YouTube. Nice. And thank you, Fantasy Stats Guru, for joining us. Once again, mm. I am this carrot, Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That's Zoe Said What. You can also find me on YouTube at Zoe Hewitt Hosting, where I do a weekly movie analysis show. This week, I talked about uh, Inferno, and the really cool thing is I give you the email address where you can email Robert Langdon. It's actually in the movie, and he will write back. So thank you for joining us once again on Shark Tank. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.